The college football experience, UMass Minutemen 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gamblet Podcast Networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contest, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Rasa brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX once again. That's CFBX for twenty dollars off. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Rasa brought to you by. DraftKings, yes, kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Once again, with the code DGEN, D E G E N, DGEN. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Football experience, you mass Minutemen 2023 season preview episode. It's exciting times, I think. I know you look back and say, wait, one and eleven year ago. Patience, patience, Don Brown's no spring chicken, and he knows how to build a winner. And we're gonna talk all about it because look, this program needs that, man. This program it wasn't that long ago, you know, that UMass was competing, you know, for championships in the FCS level. There's a blueprint to get this thing right now, since they've jumped up to the FBS, they've had their struggles. Their best season was uh two, four and eight seasons under Mark Whipple. Walt bell went a combined two and 26. That's not good. And uh, but I think there's opportunity. There's reason to believe it wasn't that long ago in the early 2000s to mid 2000s they were rattling off winning seasons, and we're here to talk about it. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. Uh, my name is Colby Swigger, database dead, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Yes, exciting times talking UMass football. Andy Isabella, some of the some of the big time UMass days. We could go through it. It's the dawn of a new era, people, and I believe that this program can win. 
state university, you know, state school for Massachusetts. What are we doing, folks? They should be better. And I think Don Brown's the right guy to get them back to where they should be. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And remember, I also host the college basketball experience. Frank Martin is going to be killing it. A uh, good year one. And I think good things are coming for the minute men. Uh, yeah. Let's say, let's talk about this. Don Brown uh, takes over one and 11. Okay. And I get it. You could say Colby, how are you uh, this optimistic about uh, the future of UMass football? Well, uh, Don Brown's been the UMass head coach before. Now, granted, that was in the FCS. This is at a higher level. They're an independent. I would like for them to land in the Conference USA, uh, perhaps. Um, but you know, I like them as an independent. I just think it's easier to schedule. I, I actually wish there's more independent teams. I just think it's easier to schedule uh, in a conference. Look what Liberty's conference this year in the Conference USA opposed to it last year. It's a lot different. And I know if you look back at last season, there's not that much to be optimistic about. They had uh let's do the math here. They had a 32 point loss to Tulane, who uh, won the Cotton Bowl. They had a 45 point loss to Toledo, who won the Mac. They had a 28 point loss to Temple, which is just bad. That's a bad that's an embarrassing loss. They almost played they almost beat Eastern Michigan, who was a bowl team, only a seven point loss. They did beat Stony Brook by 17, but uh, wasn't the greatest performance there either. 18 point loss to the flame and libs of Liberty, 24 point loss to uh, I'm sorry, 27 point loss to Buffalo. Who was a bowl team, 10 point loss to New Mexico state. Who was a bowl team, 17 point loss to Yukon. Who was a bowl team, two point loss to Arkansas state. Who was terrible. And then a 17 point loss at Texas a and M and then a uh, 37 point loss to army. So uh, they got their ass whooped at a lot of games. All right, just two losses by a score or less. Uh, they were zero and two, actually zero and three in one sc- uh, in ten point games or or less. So maybe we can build on that, and uh, you know maybe there's room for optimism. And I can tell you there is because Don Brown's history. Don Brown, yes, sixty eight years young, and uh, well, just turned sixty eight. So you know. Relax. Um, he was UMass's head coach back in the early 2000s, so they went back to a familiar face, and he's just kind of a—he's just a great football coach. He's been at uh, in the Northeast for a long time, and when you look at his history, starting back in the 90s with Plymouth State, you know he was 25 and six as their head coach, and had a big jump from year one to two. Then he went to Northeastern. Remember when Northeastern wasn't a bunch of little bitches and they played football? Hey, bring back your football program, Northeastern. Just an idea. He was four and seven in year one, then five and six in year two, and then ten and three, followed by eight and four, twenty-seven and twenty at Northeastern. So he built a winner there. And then his first time at UMass, started out six and five, then jumped to seven and four, and then year three, thirteen and two, uh, and lost to the champion in the FCS championship, followed by another ten and three season. Uh, and he's just had, he's had great success in the seven and five season after that. So the question is, is can he do it this year? Or are we, is this, you know, the three year plan, four year plan, perhaps because schedule a little more aggressively. Um, but I do think this team will be better. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk transfer portal. 
such a huge role in college football in 2023. We're going to talk offense. We're going to talk defense. We're going to talk special teams for the uh, Minutemen uh, and kind of preview their roster for 2023. We'll also game, go game by game on the schedule uh, and try to try to project whether you should be betting on the over, or the under, and just how UMass will do in 2023. Um, and we also have Michael Barker who will stop by and talk uh, and talk about you know he's he's better known as college football campus tour on the on on. The uh, on the the internets, the interwebs, as George W. said, uh, he'll talk about his travels to Amherst and and uh, the McGurk. Uh, so we'll, we got all that loaded up. All right, so uh, buckle up, folks. But before we do that, I want to tell you the college football experience, uh, UMass Minutemen 2023 season previews, brought to you by Game Time, folks. Buying your tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. And look, it's happened to me. It's been stressful before for me, whether it's college football, college basketball games, you know, any sporting event really, or concerts. How about that? I mean, you ever been in a spot or, or you know, took a date to go see a, a play or something? Shit. Sometimes those tickets, you think you're, oh, yeah, we got it. We made plans and you didn't buy them. And then the day of, you're stressing out. Uh, Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be that stressful. And game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sport, all things, sports, music, comedy, theater near you uh, with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at the actual event. Uh, so forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll uh, you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's a pretty fantastic deal there. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX. For twenty dollars off your first purchase, uh, once again, terms apply. Create that account and redeem the you know with the code CFBX twenty dollars off. Uh, download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we are also brought to you by DraftKings. Oh man, we're finally here. College football season. You've waited all year, and the time has finally arrived. College football is back, baby. And so is everything that makes it great the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbooks. Uh, right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets. What? Instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. We talk about this already. I'm on week zeros right here. I'm liking the over in that San Jose State USC game at 63 and a half. So what are you doing? Get on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, folks. Kick off the season with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code DGEN. That's D E G E N. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DGEN, D E G N, DGEN. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in New York. Call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY. That's 467 369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available. Uh, gambling problem? Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 seven, or visit ccpg.org. 
on behalf of boot Hill casino and resort in Kansas, 21 or older in most eligible States, but age varies by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. So eligibility and uh, deposit restrictions, apply terms and conditions at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Woo. <laughs> we are back talking UMass Minutemen football. Can they build on the season they had a year ago? Can they fix this thing? Can they? I think they can. I am calling for it. Northeast football. We've seen it with Holy Cross. They were killing it. UConn went bowling in Jim Morris' first year. Don Brown is next. I think Boston College, too. Let's get the main Black Bears going. Stony Brook, Fordham. Come on, folks. Let's get Northeast football back rolling. But let's let's grade the transfer portal here for the Minutemen. Departing out of Amherst. Uh, off the tackle, Phil Jeffs. He's in the portal. Uh, then they lost defense lineman Devin Baldwin, who headed out to Rich Rodriguez in Jacksonville State. This one was a huge loss. Cornerback Josh Wallace to the Michigan Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh. That's tough. It's tough. Uh, losing one of your best defensive players to Michigan. Offensive tackle Tommy Brandt also hit the portal. Wide receiver Jermaine Johnson headed out to Pittsburgh to play for the Duquesne Duke. CJ Sullivan's alma mater. Make sure you subscribe to the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. Uh, defensive end Vixero Labwe uh, to North Texas. The Mean Green. That loss kind of kind of bothers me a little bit too, but uh, wide receiver Michael uh, Michael Fitzgerald heads out as well. Uh, wide receiver Onuma Diake heads out to the Elon Phoenix in the FCS. They were a playoff team a year ago. Subscribe to the FCS College Football Experience. Um, Chase Brewster, the quarterback spot, heads out to the Missouri State Bears. Now that Bobby Petrino, aka Road Rash Face, is gone. Uh, we also have linebacker Deshaun Ross heading out to Bethune Cookman down there in Florida. Um, they also lost this one was pretty, I thought, substantial linebacker Aaron Alexander heading out to Michigan State. Uh, also, defensive end Tim Moulton is in the portal. And, uh, you know, obviously, 24 uh, 7 hasn't updated. For, this is another one that was substantial to me. Josiah Johnson at the tight end spot. Mike Gundy in Oklahoma State, go grab him. When you see them go into the power fives, that's normally not a good sign as that being their third or fourth one uh, wide receiver, Jameer Roberts also hit the portal and wide receiver Rico Arnold headed down to Georgia state in the Sun Belt. Also tight end Jacob Orlando to the Buffalo bulls safety. Tanner Davis went the Juco route. Um, and how about this one? Offensive tackle Max Longman to the Indiana Hoosiers. That hurts. Offensive lineman Xavier Graham to Abilene Christian in the FCS as well. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Western Carolina in the FCS. Their logos look similar. Uh, safety Dante Lindsay also in the portal. Offensive lineman Joe Horn heads out to those very main Black Bears that I was saying. Let's get it together. Uh, incoming though, so they lost like three. I would say like four substantial guys on that roster from a year ago. But one in eleven is one in eleven. But still. That's still that's tough. Um, incoming. Let's talk about it because I think there's some opportunity here. Arizona defensive line. Remember, Don Brown was with Arizona two years ago. So going out and getting some of his guys, uh, defensive lineman JB Brown coming in from the Wildcats. They were a five and seven team in the Pac-12 a year ago. 
uh, but getting some power five talent, always a good thing. If you're UMass, um, then they go out and they get uh, offensive lineman Marcellus Anderson from Saginaw Valley State. That's uh, what D two, I believe. So getting getting uh, getting an addition there. Uh, also, I love this kid right here. We need to talk about this one. Wide receiver Christian Wells from Appalachian State. If you've watched App State football or played DFS with us on our DFS uh, slates, which we release as a podcast once football season kicks, uh, he's good. And that is a very good get for UMass, in my opinion. Uh, wide receiver Sean Harris comes over from Stony Brook in the FCS. Um, also, uh, quarterback Carlos Davis. I like this get. I really like this get. Carlos Davis was Western Carolina starting quarterback in the SoCon. I I I like it. I'm curious to see if he's going to be taking the snaps or not. Um, but uh, either way, it's going to give them some depth. Minnesota safety. Minnesota had a, a top 20 defense a season ago, folks. Uh, so Steven Ortiz coming in nice get uh, at the safety spot. They also brought in Jalen Harrell from the Miami hurricanes at the safety spot and linebacker, Tyler Martin from the Arizona wildcats. They're bringing in a lot of guys, a lot of guys that were former power five players, wide receiver, Mark Pope from Jackson state and Deion Sanders. Now Mark Pope had previously been a starting wide receiver for the Miami hurricanes. Once again, getting another P five guy. Um, Arizona athlete with Jermaine Wiggins Jr. Remember his father played tight end for the Jets and the pit and the Pats. Uh, that's a nice get there. He comes over from the Arizona Wildcats as well. They also bring a defensive end, Shambay Jackson from Florida State. I mean, uh, you gotta love running back Jalen John coming in from from uh, Arizona. You gotta love the fact they're bringing in all these Power Five guys. I know you could say, well, they weren't they were doing that much on the Power Five level. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter with Don Brown's coaching. Uh, you know, it, and the fact that these are power five guys, the talent level is rising in Amherst, despite losing some key guys, quarterback, Tayson, uh, Fomachikan. Uh, this is a guy I'm probably butchering your name, Jason, my apologies, but he was at Georgia tech. He transfers over. Now this is a guy who was previously at Clemson. So this guy was a backup quarterback at Clemson, went to Georgia tech last year. Now he's heading to UMass. Nice. Get there. Another Arizona player and athlete, Anthony Simpson, a Northern Illinois transfer at the offensive tackle spot. Brandon uh, McKinnon, remember Northern Illinois won the Mac two years ago. Uh, a safety from Ole Miss, Deshaun Jerkins. Nice get. A Duke tight end named Matt Smith. Duke was a nine win football team in the ACC a year ago. Linebacker Jerry Roberts, also from the Arizona Wildcats. Buffalo running back Jackson Paradis. Uh, Paradis, um, he comes in. The Bulls were a bull team a year ago. Uh, Al- Albany offensive lineman Paris Heath comes in. Uh, going the FCS route. Cornerback Gerard Cameron from Coastal Carolina transfers in. The shots were were good in the Sun Belt as well. Uh, another Arizona guy, four star transfer according to twenty four seven Sports. So you want to circle that because this is the only four star transfer I think on the roster uh, for the transfer portal. Cornerback Isaiah Rutherford from Arizona. Uh, all in all. I think that like, I know it sounds crazy because some of those guys, but getting Wells and Pope, I actually think it's a wash. They lost some good guys. I would actually say they added more depth. I might give it a slight win in the portal, slight win, especially getting two capable quarterbacks. I think going to be fascinating to watch the Minutemen this season folks. So that's the ones that we have noted here. And by the way, sometimes 24 seven sports doesn't even kill it on that. They, they miss one. So uh, there's perhaps some other ones out there as well. Yeah. I mean, folks, I I'm, 
optimistic about. I just think the depth. You add those many guys or that many guys, you're gonna have you're gonna have some depth there and build on that. Now, last season, let's talk about this offense. They were 130th in scoring offense, 67th in rush offense, 125th in pass offense, charting at the number 128 or offense in all of college or, you know, the FBS, there was 131 teams last year. So this is the third worst offense in the nation, according to the numbers. Um, but that was year one. And remember they're changing offensive philosophies, defensive philosophies. So just naturally, I feel like even if they weren't grabbing those guys in the portal, I would think, okay, okay. They're getting better. Now the quarterback spot, I'm very curious. So they have Brady Olson, uh, who, who played what uh, this guy uh, played a, l- a little bit a year ago there. So you add that with Carlos Davis and Tayson. Fumachicon, and you really have a little bit of de- you got a solid amount of depth here. Um, I'm assuming Fumachicon will be the starter, um, but at the running back spot, and this is where it gets interesting. So I think it's either going to be Fumachicon, maybe Olson or or Davis. I'm not sure who they go with there, but I would lean Fumachicon. Uh, the running back spot. This is going to be very interesting to see uh, what what they what they do here. Um, Tim Baldwin is there, a former Indiana Hoosier transfer, and what, remember they hit the portal a year ago and, and were very active. Paradis from the Buffalo Bulls. They also Jalen John and, and Kron Adams. I think it's going to be a mix. Kron Adams did play in eleven games a season ago. Those four, uh, you know, those four will be in the mix. I think might see a running back by committee thing there. Uh, Jalen John member also came over from Arizona. So they're losing Merriweather a year ago, pretty tough there. And uh, Ellis Merriweather was probably one of their better offensive players. Um, the receiving position. And this is the one I'm talking about here. I am excited because this is one area of clear weakness. Anthony Simpson's penciled, penciled in to be the uh, starting wideout. George Johnson is back from a year ago. They have Mark Pope and then Christian Wells. In my opinion, the, the wide receiver room is much better than a year ago. All right. Um, so uh, I, I, I like, I, I just think that area is, is really going to grow the tight end position. Eni Falaya Falaya. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he is penciled in to be the starter at the sophomore spot. They also have Gino come potty. Now they got destroyed with both their tight ends leaving that hurts. So I have no idea if this era, if this is really going to be a unit that uh, will impress now going with the sophomore, at least he was with the program. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I think that is an area of weakness and, and uncertainty. The offensive line though, bringing back four or five starters, sign me up for that. Uh, so, okay. Now I'm buying in some biggest weakness to me seems to be, you would like a running back to emerge. Uh, I think they're much better at the quarterback position than they were a year ago. Tight end position seems very weak to me potentially. Um, All right. Let's talk about the defensive side of the ball because Don Brown, that's his forte. All right. And as much as I keyed in on the offense, by the way, that's Steve Casulo, who's the offensive coordinator there. The defense side of the ball is run by Keith Dudzinski and Don Brown. 103rd in scoring defense a year ago. 113th in rush defense. Got to get better there. Ninth in pass defense, charting at the 54th best defense in America. And I do expect this team to get better there. 
as uh, the, and the, I'm actually really excited about the defensive side of the ball. They returned three of four on the defensive line. Marcus Bradley, Billy Wooden, and Cletus Mathurin uh, or Matherin in there. Uh, they are, so they're breaking in one. Uh, remember, and Wiggins is also good. They're going to try to get him to play on the defensive line. Him and JB Brown, the Arizona transfers. Um, the linebacking core. He's bringing in Jerry Roberts, who's going to be starting day one from Arizona. Also, they have Gerald Johnson back, and they're counting on Najee Logan to be a guy uh, who who got ten starts a season ago. So love the linebacking core, bringing back three guys that started. Uh, the secondary. Okay, they go ahead and get Stephen Ortiz from Minnesota. He's penciled in as a starter. Uh, they have a Penn State uh, transfer at the free safety spot, and Tyler Rudolph, two years ago, was that uh, transferred out of Penn State. Uh, mixed with uh, Jalen Farrell, who's coming back, and then uh, Jordan Mahoney at the cornerback spot, who was first team All Independent a year ago. You add in the Ole Miss transfer too uh, for some depth. I really think this defense is going to be good. I mean, they got a lot of, re- I mean, returning st- production there. Uh, kicker Cameron Carson uh, was eight of ten a season ago. He is back, and punter CJ Kaladzi. Uh, also 12 games a season ago. He is back. So I'm optimistic, man. I think the defense, if the offense can just take a step forward, I think UMass might, uh, might be a player in the, now the schedule is going to be a little tricky. We'll get to it folks, but I think the offense and the defense should be better than their numbers a year ago. Just familiarity with the system depth. They keep adding depth uh, via the transfer portal. So I am a a little optimistic there folks uh, before we get to the schedule. And once again, hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And remember this is the college football experience podcast that we talk college football year round here. We break down all 133 teams with the solo podcast, reaching every team in the land. Uh, But also we host the FCS college football experience. That's another podcast you should check out if you like FCS college football. Also, the college basketball experience when the season tips. I'm here every single night of the season, and my co-host is a former uh, employee for Frank Martin when he made a Final Four run at at South Carolina. So check out uh, the college basketball experience. Shout out to Moneyline Mac who does the show with me. Also, check out uh, the college baseball experience. Uh, and the Big Twelve experience. We got all those experience podcasts out. We come together as one on YouTube.com, YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash the College Experience. So subscribe there, and please hop over to iTunes for whatever podcast you're a fan of. Hopefully, it's this one, and uh, give us a five star review. Um, we'd appreciate that. So, also, I want to tell you that the UMass Minutemen 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Besides the season long contest, they also have weekly contests just for the Patriots, plus a monthly SGP stories uh, podcast, completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from SGP, SGPN. There's even a discord channel for the patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. So do your part and sign up today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right, folks, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash the college experience. You see the sweet graphics here. Shout out to our graphics department, cam Kerr, uh, getting this thing together, but the wind total sitting at two. Wow. Okay. Blindly without looking at the schedule, I will, I will hammer the over here, but let's get into this madness. All right. Because week zero, yes. In eight days, 
one week from now, seven days, actually I'm recording this right now. This will be out uh, probably by the time you're listening, this will probably be like five, six days away, but uh, we got a week zero. We got a week zero humdinger. They say as uh, as UMass heads to Las Cruces, New Mexico to take on New Mexico state. Now I favor New Mexico state here, but it would not surprise me if UMass got the dub, but let's say Owen one, just cause it's on the road. If this was in Amherst, I'd feel a little bit better week two. They are at Auburn and that's week one for Auburn. Take it on Hugh strip club freeze. They're probably going to lose that game too. Oh, and two. And then they're home to the Miami, Ohio red Hawks. I mean, Miami's going to be favored, but it wouldn't shock me if UMass got one of these ones. Uh, the very next week, they're at the factory, take it on Eastern Michigan and in Ypsilanti. I'm going to say this by September 16th, I think this team has won a game, right? One game. On September 23rd, they host New Mexico. I think that's an opportunity to get a second one. Now, I think this game is going to be very close. So I think that is a coin flip of a game, but it's it's a far trip for New Mexico. I favor UMass to get that second dub. Then they are home to Arkansas State. You got to circle this one because I think you could go over, or let's say they go 0 and 4. Let's play devil's advocate and say they go 0 and 4. Start the season, but they beat New Mexico. They beat Arkansas State. Uh, then they get Toledo October seventh. Toledo won the MAC a year ago. I don't expect them to win that game. Then on October fourteenth, they're at Penn State. I don't expect them to win that game. Then they get a bye, and on October twenty eighth, Halloween weekend, they go to West Point. I don't know what Army's going to look like with those new rule changes where they can't cut block and they're run, running out of the shotgun now. So I think that game could be winnable. I know that sounds crazy because they lost by 37 a year ago to that very team. And then after that, they get Merrimack. Now Merrimack is a good FCS squad, Northeast football on the rise, but I think they beat Merrimack folks. I love the over here and I haven't even gotten to, they get a two bye weeks. So uh, October 21st is one bye week, then November 11th. And then they had two Liberty to take on Jamie Chadwell. Now he'll probably have Liberty rolling by them. And that, that is a tough place. They, they, the fans show out there. And then you got the, uh, the rivalry game against the Yukon Huskies and Jim Mora. Honestly, I think this team's like a three and nine team, four and eight, three and nine. I will, uh, I'll take the over on UMass and uh, Hey, I think, I think this is the right path. I think this is the right path. Let me build you a best case scenario season here. All right. I think three and nine, four and eight is what we should expect, but best case scenario, they win at New Mexico state week zero one and oh, they lose to Auburn. Then they knock off either Miami, Ohio or Eastern Michigan. They get a second win. Then they beat New Mexico on September 23rd, third win Arkansas state. The very next week in Amherst fourth win, they lose to Toledo. They lose to Penn state but they got four wins and they're thinking bowl game. And I think they could, if they get the bye week before playing army, maybe they can get army in a fifth win. And then Mary Mac being the sixth win. And you're talking about a six and six season, maybe even who knows, you know, worst case scenario, uh, worst case scenario. I think you're one and 11 again, but I actually lean, I think three and nine, four and eight is what's realistically going to happen for UMass. I think you should bet the over and you should bet it right now, folks. 
I like this play. I think they're a much deeper team. I think they're better. So I do think they will win a few games. Bet this thing. Uh, Dundee play. Maybe you'll hear it on the locks episode in a couple of days here. Folks, before I get out of here, because I'm on the over, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about his experiences to Amherst to check out UMass football. So with no further ado, here is that interview. Me on the college football experience, UMass Minutemen 2023 season preview is none other than Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Yes, at CFB Campus Tour on Twitter. You need to follow his account because Michael. Michael's been to every single FBS stadium in all the land, 133 different stadiums. He's also been to a shit ton of the FCS, a ton of the uh, D2 and D3. And he documents all of it via his Twitter account. It is a fantastic follow folks. I, I must say, look, he did the photo of the game. He taught he, a lot of times it'll document the history of the stadium. Also, he goes to like five, six, seven games a week. So it's just crazy to see him bouncing around the country uh, going to all these games, Michael. I appreciate you hopping on the show, talking about UMass football in the McGurk. I call it. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, and you know we we love Northeast football. We love uh, these FB, FBS schools up there. Obviously, you know they used to play in FCS 1998 FCS national championship. So uh, let's get into McGurk. Yeah, I mean, look, UMass. They go out and hire Don Brown. I think it's the right guy. He. He had a lot of success the first time he was coaching at UMass. He jumps back in there. Tough first season, but as we expected, you got to build this thing. I think he's the right guy for the job. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what you do here. Talk to me about the history of the stadium. So it opened in 1965. It replaced Alumni Field, which they played at unbelievably since 1879 to 1964. Uh, it has 17,000 seat capacity. It was originally called Alumni Stadium until 1984. Uh, they changed it to McGurk Alumni Stadium, named after uh, Warren McGurk, who was the athletic director from 1948 to 1971. Uh, the record crowd was in 1987 or 1972, a 28-7 victory over Boston College that had 20,000 fans. And they didn't have night football until lights were permanently installed in 2008. So all those games going back in the, in the day, they were all daytime games. But now they, uh, within the last 15 years, you can play day or night at McGurk. Oh, I mean, that's crazy. But, dude, I, look, I want this program up, man. Come on, let's get it going. I, Northeast football, Don Brown, let's get it going. I want to see them win in the FBS, man. Northeast football back on the map. Uh, how many times have you been here, man? So I've been there one game. It was uh, in my last year trying to rack up to all FBS stadiums. 2021, they played played Eastern uh, Michigan, and it was a loss, 42 to 28. Uh, but I got to explore the stadium. Uh, it's one of the smallest stadiums in FBS, 17,000 seats, but it just has a cool vibe. Every every seat is right next to the sideline, and uh, you know, I'm. It's also a candidate for many doubles. You got all those schools in the Northeast, the FCS schools. You got Harvard, you got Stonehill, you got Merrimack. Uh, you got Boston College, so uh, great opportunities up there. And I'm looking for another shot to go up and see a UMass game, like you said in the Don Brown era. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! Let's let's make that happen, man, folks. I I mean, come on, the guys goes to 133 different stadiums. He documents all of it, five, six, seven games a week. You gotta give him a follow at CFB Campus Tour, and like he does the photo of the game. He'll take photos with the statues. 
it's just a it's really a well done page professionally done i would say not not like my page where it's just me being an idiot all right uh folks uh you got to give him a follow uh, at CFB Campus Tour on Twitter, you won't regret it. And Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show. And perhaps one day we can catch a game at the McGurk. Let's go. Harvard at noon, UMass at seven. That sounds good to me. There you go, folks. Do I need to say anything anymore? Look, he went to three games on one Saturday last year. Perhaps he'll do it again. And if that does sound good, man, folks, give him a follow. Take care, Michael. Appreciate you hopping on the show. Thank you, Colby. Michael Barker going to all these college football games. Absolutely fantastic. Get out there, support. We love Ivy League football as well. They started, you know, them, Rutgers. They started college football, man. You gotta love it. And UMass is no different. They're in the mix there. So go get get yourself in with all this crazy conference realignment shit going on. Get yourself out to a UMass football game. Support. Or or maybe you're maybe you're in in uh, you know, Seattle and you're just like, well, no, well. Tune into a UMass game. I think you'll enjoy it. Folks, I'm on the over. You're going to want to tune in when you bet the over like old Dundee here. So do that. Give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Uh, the college football experience. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Also, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, and the Big 12 experience. So, Got all that going for you. Go subscribe to all those separate podcasts. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also check out the sports gambling podcast with their 32 NFL team breakdowns. Every single team in the land uh, going on the over the under analyzing everything. Check out that. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You'll get access to our articles. There's a lot of great written content that you don't get necessarily on here. So you'll get free access to that. And we're not trying to steal your money. Also come talk UMass football, basketball, baseball in uh, the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord, or just maybe you're just a gambler that likes gambling on shit. Check it out there. We got everything game of dominoes happening in an alley in Mexico city is probably covered on that discord somewhere. So uh, check all that good shit out folks. And honestly, Bet the over here. I like it. This is the college football experience. You mess minute men till next time, folks, you better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.